Yeah, do you know what, my brother? Oh, go on. Do you know, I got ready today, yeah? Mm. And you look amazing. <laughs> and I thought I've lightly wasted an outfit, but I haven't really, because I'm thinking like, why did I put this on? Like, why am I doing this, this? Because there's certain things happening tomorrow where I could wear this, and I might do it. I might do it. I might do it, bro. Mm. I'm gonna do the reverse, I'm gonna talk to you about why I dress so snazzy for a HC podcast and even sometimes for a Filthy Fellas and any other show. Go on. There's more people watching. No, you're right. So why am I gonna go to an event that has like 100 people, wear my best outfit for them 100 people and the people I see on the way there and the way home, when I could do this video, potentially get 50, 60,000 views and there's 50, 60,000 potential people that have seen me. Nah, of course. There, there's more opportunities like that. There is no opportunities if I'm just, the only opportunity I'm doing if I dress well in especially your event, yeah. Couple girls, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I and say, that. Oh, Poet, you look nice. I'm like, oh, that's the obvious, darling. What else are we talking about? You know what <laughs> so that's the. Apart from that, fam, dress. Come, you come into work. No, of course, to yeah, work. yeah, no, but I always, I always, I want more, this. Time, more time, I always I make this. effort. But huh? I want this. No, you don't. You do casual. You're always casual. Yeah, but casual is an effort. For who? Me. Big man, you're chucky. Look at you now. Yeah, but yeah, dog, I like head. this. Yeah, but sometimes when I put on a tracky though, yeah. I'm I'm kind of mean in the tracky sometimes though. Not, not kind you of. You know what I'm saying? I see. Trust me, I see your thing, but mix it up. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> mix it up. Every day tracky. Big man, you're not going gym every day. Listen, I got a, I got a question. Uh oh. I got a, I got an important question. Uh oh. I don't even like where this is going, big man, and I don't even know where it's going. Have you ever driven a lorry? What? I stay driving lorries. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me on the motorway, homie. Do that hey! long daddy. Have you driven a lorry for, before? I, like I'm, a lor a lorry, bro. Brother, I look like a fucking toothpick and a burger. I'm doing my thing for the community, bro. So then you know that the difference between a, a, a mini bus, a double decker, and a lorry. Bro, no, do you know the difference? What do you know about having to lift a stomach to get to that part? Oh, strong. What do you know about having to lift everything in the back just to, you don't know about and them. you that. Yeah, bro. Strong. Everyone needs love, bro. I hear that. And if I can share my love with that person, call me bad. I'm due me one. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I'm due me a lorry. Yeah, but a lorry. I'm not, no, I've done a, um, I've definitely, a, a double decker. Definitely a double decker. Do you know what? I've done a lorry, but not in, not in width. No, my thing was mad. My I've done a lorry like, in terms of like height, like like. Oh, a tall thing. In crazily, crazily. Do you know what happened? I was gonna say something, but forget. That, bro, it was like. What I'm, do you consider tall though? Because what I consider tall, and you consider tall, is two different tools. Nah, she's clean. She's like tall for a woman, bro. Six foot what? She's like probably just touching six. Brother, what are you doing over there? <laughs> bro, do you know what is nuts? Yeah, like I never. We were just cool. It made oh. me think about this. We were just cool. Mm. Like, it wasn't even a thought in my mind at all, ever. Like, not even, I never thought about it ever in my in my mind. Do you know what that was, by the way? Go on. A limo. I'm telling you. See what I'm saying now, boom. One day, I remember her saying to me, randomly, I had a dream about you. She said, I had a dream about you. And I was like, right, what is, because at first, I'm still oblivious to what this could potentially be because I'm thinking it could, it's never, it's just never nothing. Mm. Then she was like, oh, like I can't even really talk about it. And then she put like a certain type of like an emoji. And I thought, oh, Popcorn time, I bro. thought, okay. I thought, oh, well, it was one of them. So what that kind of means in my mind that somewhere in here, 
you have thought about this because this didn't come from nowhere. So now my mind's changed. Cause I'm thinking, oh, okay. What would this, what like, how would this even work? How would this even work? Bro, after that, I'm not gonna lie. I turned up the flirt into bits after that. Cause I was so curious, so curious. This was so long ago as well, by the way. But then flipping, yeah, in the end, <laughs> in the end, come back to the yard, couple drinks and whatnot. Bro, the lion took down the giraffe. That's what I wanna hear, my brother. Right? Come on, we're in the jungle. The you know lion what I took am? down the giraffe. That's a lion, what am I? A cheetah, but carry on. <laughs> <laughs> brother. But yeah, like that, so I had a, I had a lorry in that sense, but. She was a big, she was a, she was a, a limo. limo. But the thing is, when you, so obviously, I'm just trying to figure this out, yeah? This is things that mad. I want to know. Could you imagine when I went This is what I'm trying to say, mad. bro. Bro, so, when you like her, her legs were so long, I'm like putting her leg up now, nah, and it's like, it's weird, because it's like, as I'm putting her leg up, I'm damn near not even reaching. You know, like, sometimes you could put, you might hold a girl's leg or whatever, and you can be in the in this bit, the bendy bit or whatnot. The legs were so long that I'm like, not even touching the bendy part of the leg. I'm like still on the quad. So I can ask like, you a question. I, go on. You know when they're in doggy, yeah? Obviously, if her I legs are bare long. She spreads up. No, nah, that's got to spread. To that bits. spread's got to be yeah, mad, the dog. The spread was Because you, essentially, hey. I'm yeah. just trying to figure out the logistics because obviously in yeah. that part of the time, I want to see like, you know when you throw a stone in the I water? It ripples, right? Yeah. But the more it stretched, the less ripple. You need it slightly a little bit up more so you can see more ripple. Yeah. So when it was stretched down. Nah, I had to stretch it. I had to stretch that. Serious. Bits. But is the experience the same? No, it was good though. No, yeah. it was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Like, it was good. We didn't have, to, I wouldn't say it was the greatest, but it was like, it was an experience. You get yes. what I'm saying? And like, we, I feel like we both, we both had a good time. Of course. Talked about it and that and whatnot. And it just never happened again after that. We was just cool. And then, um, and then, yeah. And then life went on fizzled. This was around the time, you know, when I always refer back to that time, that bad pit, that bad period in my life. Yeah. Where I was just going through bare things, financially low, this, that, everything was happening all at once. That was a, a period of maybe a year and a half. That was in there. That was in there. So I don't want to go off topic too much, but it doesn't surprise me because the moments I'm having moments of adversity in my life is the moments I have the most sex, which doesn't make any sense, but makes all the world of sense to me. So I hear that and I don't yeah, know yeah. why. And that's bad as well, actually. Because Very it doesn't, bad. It, like, it, it acts as a plaster. It's like you're trying to find something to make you feel good in a moment. Mm -hmm. And then it feels all right in the moment until it's done. And then you're like, your reality is still your reality. Oh. Doesn't matter. You have to still face the same thing that you were facing 20 minutes ago, half an hour ago, 45, depending on how much work you're putting in. And that's you how become, man become addicts. Yeah, 100%. Mm. That's 100%. how you become an addict. I've become an addict to sex. So. What, you have? No. Or you was? Oh, what? 100%. Is it? Badly. Serious? Badly. At one point, I was addicted to sex. Addict, like beyond brother I, I, it was so bad because i was looking at women sometimes i talk to women and would and i would sexualize the situation in my mind not vocally because i don't want to make them feel uncomfortable yeah. but i couldn't look at a beautiful woman without thinking to myself wow i want to chop 
Like I want, not even I want to chart. I just wonder what it would be like. My curiosity oh, would yeah, just, yeah. and it's not that I wouldn't act on it sometimes, but I just didn't even want the thought. I just want to look at a girl and say, "Well, go on, you say my G." Yeah. Obviously, the female friends were the female friends, but then new people coming into my life was always a complicated situation because I just wanted to have sex. Do you know what? I've had that a little bit of that as well, actually. That thought of like seeing someone and thinking, "I wonder what it would be like." What is and constantly uh, thinking, constantly thinking about that? But was it like a was it multiple women at one given time? Or yeah. was it okay? Yes, yeah, so yeah, 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 you yeah. was where I, but was I didn't that. even realize it was such a thing at the time. I'm just now that you've mentioned it, I just I remember thinking about that. Like, why do I keep why do I keep having these thoughts? And that's when I had sex with the the lobby because oh, really? it's, yeah, because now I'm looking at things with a like a Discovery Channel. <laughs> yeah. I'm not looking at it like I really want to settle down. I'm just like, I wonder what that would be like. Yeah. One little talk in the barbershop. Saying mm. the baby daddy's not around and the son's just doing madness. Yeah. And then you get to the yard. It's a flat. Right, right. right. You walk past the bedroom. You see it's a queen size bed. I mean, yes. The lady needs it. <laughs> God forgive me. <laughs> I go into the living room area. The son's eating. I expect everyone to be eating in this household. That feels right. Right. The son gets kicked to bed very early. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. That also felt right because he's not my son. Um, I was young at the time as well. And then yeah, when we got into what I didn't like was it was it's old school yards. So it's one of them houses that have the wardrobe and the whole wardrobe's a mirror. Okay, 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 okay. So then when I'm doing my thing on the bed, I tried at every point to not look in the mirror because I knew I would be put off. Oh really? Yeah. So that's point at the end when I was like, about to. It's, it's a reflection of what like you're looking at yourself, thinking, "What am I doing here?" Exactly. And then everything's going through your mind. What am I doing here? How did I get here? Why am I in this situation? It's not just. Everything is going through your mind, so I don't want to look until the right end where I find it humorous. Right, right, right. right. So um, yeah, man, toothpicking. No, you know I'm right. yeah I'm due a lorry still. My, mini buses, uh, double decker, definitely a, definitely a double decker. But I think I'm gonna keep this 100. I'm gonna keep this so real. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it was? I think I was going through I was going through a big breasted stage. Oh wow! So then that was just coming. You know, like. Sometimes the more the meat, you might you're gonna find it there. Usually, I mean, what see like with a lorry or a double de- like, how often do you find a lorry or a double decker without breasts? Oh, often. Well, they don't have breasts. Some, yeah, brother. I mean, cause I've really been in the field. There are some where it's just everywhere's big. Everything's a roll. The mm. stomach, you could put the dick anywhere. You could put it underneath a little flap and she is turned on. It is mad like that. Mm. Couple creases, couple grease. Maybe you shouldn't do it, but it's mm. crazy over there. But I've seen the ones where. The titty them are just looking like an additional roll with a nipple. <coughs> forgive me for saying these things. But this is how it felt. This is how it looked at the time. Yeah, I hear and that. I'm like, raw, like, and I had the same view as you. Like, right, you should have titty them, but nah, man, they just put on a lot of weight. And Maybe that's this. a real ignorant thing for me to say then. Yeah, man, and I appreciate it all. Yeah, look, I mean, it is where it is, man. Sometimes, Imagine Jabba the Hutt with nipples. Huh? Imagine Jabba the Hutt with nipples. That was where I was. I hear that. Mm. Hey, I hear that still but yeah not every time foreigns and Ferraris and all of that type of stuff man you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. not every time foreigns and Ferraris and whatnot. you get what I'm, when you're when you're single and you're outside sometimes a lorry a double decker or a minibus why not I'm saying it because like no it's just I'm not trying to act like everything I have is a foreign I'm just not that way inclined maybe Fredo can say that because he's thing separate he looks sensational he raps sensational he is sensational maybe everything he can get is a foreign but I can be honest with my situation. We have a couple foreigns, but I have to mix it up. Yeah, but why would you not want to anyway? Because like, some people, yeah. Do you know some people? A girl is 
the Gucci belt or the car, or it's just another additional thing to make people go, they look good. Whereas for me, I like to explore Dora. Right. And I feel like you like to explore as well. Absolutely. Carmen San Diego, bit too young, I believe, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> Carmen San Diego, where? You don't know what I'm thinking there, but yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta explore, Chucky, man. You gotta explore. Laurie's old. Lorries need love too. That's Abs my new thing. A hundred, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, and not just by other lorries. Yeah, L it shouldn't N always just be a lorry and a lorry. Shouldn't it, that shouldn't just be that? It's Sometimes L it should just L. be all a mix up and whatnot. And like, you know what I mean? I get. I pull it in the process of of finding finding out what you like and what you don't like. I pull it all in the realms of that. You know what I mean? What's the all right? So if you haven't had a, you've had. I haven't had, had a lorry. You haven't had a lorry. What experience have you had? Which is still like, it's a bit crazy. Like for example, I've had a that, re that one that I told you, that's mental, bro. The tall one, oh yeah, for real. That's yeah, mental, bro. You ever had a Marga girl? Yes. Yeah, that's super Marga. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, super they, Marga. Brother, they're <laughs> on the ceiling. This mother. Do you know what I find interesting, by the way? Flexible. While we're here, fuck it. You know, the fle flexibility. Is ridiculous, bro. I hear what I'm saying. Have you ever been with a woman, yeah? And she didn't look like she's got the flexibility in her, but all of a sudden it's like the legs are just mad light. No matter where you put them, they just they just go everywhere. It's like how did you? How are you doing? I didn't know you. Had I that can't in put you. my leg that way, but yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, and sometimes we put like. I was thinking about this the other day. Sometimes we're putting women in positions that, like, are they actually even comfortable? Wait, wait, hold on, wait. wait <laughs> Do you know what? Like, You're starting to make me think, you know, because... Standing up doggy. I think it's a bit unreasonable for us to make, for them to... Like, big man, stand up and bend this way and not hold on to anything. It's unreasonable to ask a woman to stand like that for time. Yes and no. You know because what, man, man, I'm going to do it now. <laughs> hey, someone's going to stand up and bend over and just, you know what, stand up Lean forward, don't hold on to nothing. Who? Man. Yeah, just, no, just so you know, just so you understand. You see the volcano erupting and what comes out? Because I'm not involved no, in but, that. Right, but hear that. So, okay, so that's even interesting that you say that. By me. I'm holding her up. She can never fall. I'm not holding nothing. I'm holding or... Well, you're holding her legs or whatever. I don't no, know. So like There's depends. some certain positions I feel like we're doing it all for the culture and for the vibes and whatnot, but how comfortable are they really? <laughs> it's the culture and the vibes. And I, do you know what, Chucky, you're talking truth, bro. Because sometimes you get lost in the moment and your mind tracks back to previous times you've had sex before, or sometimes you're very impulsive and you can think of a new move. Yeah. Or sometimes you just watch porn and there's a move that you see that yes. you're like, I want to do it. Yes. And it's never really, you never take into consideration, but what about the female? Well, she wanted to do like, this. Are you comfortable with this? Are, are you, like, are you getting a bit of cramp there? Like, don't like, do you know what, babes? If you're getting cramp, please tell me that you're getting cramp. Don't try and firm it just mm. to just firm it. But like, we need to both enjoy this now. Yeah, right. We need to both enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm, so no, I don't think I'm selfish. Because you know one thing, yeah, I can, you can always tell. Like there was one girl, a little while ago, uh, this year. <laughs> a little while ago, this year? He's reminiscing as he's speaking. Because you don't understand, bro. Just I, for, just I want to watch, have- Just for anyone watching this, like in the far future, the month that we're in right now is March. <laughs> yeah. I said a little while, a while ago, this year. 
Yeah, I've been crazy this year. I won't lie to you. Um, yeah, I've been crazy. It's been crazy. Flipping. Yeah, I don't even want to say her name, fam. No, nah, don't do that. Don't of course do that. not. Of course not. She's incredible, but we've only had sex say once, the name yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> it's only been once, yeah. So I didn't know enough information about what she would like, or so I didn't know what she would like going into the situation. I'm talking six rounds. I'm talking what. Everywhere you know what? I in think you that, are, I think you are I'm, a psychopath. This is on God, bro. Like I can get, I can text you're, her right now. You're a psychopath. Um, and I could tell from her energy, nothing was off limits. She just wanted to do everything. It was mad. And I sometimes get that energy from females, and I sometimes get the energy from females that I just look pretty. I want to lay here, and you just do all the work. I don't really want to do too much, so yeah. I don't put them in them situations. But this girl grabbed my hand, took me out the room, and. It yeah. was, brand. I'm in the garden at one minute. Felt like a con- flower. Taking control. Brother, I let her take control sometimes because her thing was wild and wherever she was leading me, I wanted to go and I didn't yeah. know where I was going. Right, right. I, I like that. Do you know where I'm coming yeah, from? Yeah, so yeah. You take me there and I'll, I'll come with you. Haven't you never been in a situation where it's like, you kind of can tell, you haven't had a conversation with a girl, but you're like, this girl's a freak. We can do whatever. Yes, she don't mind. Absolutely. So then you wouldn't have consideration in certain positions with them girls. No disrespect. Because you know, they're here for... Uh, yeah, they're San Diego. The smoke. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for all the smoke. So I reckon the girls that are a bit more. And sometimes I think maybe there's a bit of un- like there's a bit of pleasure in the uncomfortability. Like something a tattoo. Like that. A tattoo feels so. Oh, I shouldn't compare sex to a tattoo, but I'm just saying it's another situation where something's so painful, but you're like, it's kind of nice. Yeah, I mean, even the choke. I mean, you have to be really careful with the choking thing, but I feel like women that like that, there's a bit of comfortability in. There's a bit of pleasure in that uncomfortability. It's finding the sweet spot. Sometimes I'm worried though. I do it. I'm light with it until they t- until I'm told. No more because yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to go straight in on gear seven. Oh hell no! no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I start off on gear one in it, and then and then and then if you indicate more strength, I'll give more strength until we've until we found that bit. I'm not just going. Mm. Like, I don't. You have to be careful with that. Oh, 100%. That's what I'm saying. The thing is, though, it's also down to the energy that you give off. Like, what energy would you say you give off, Chucky? In what, in what sense? Uh, like, sexually, what energy would you say you give off? I give off the energy of, like, whatever, you, whatever you're on, I'm on. Oh, so, so you match you the need, energy? Huh? You match it? A hundred percent. I need you... I need to make sure that you're going to enjoy this as much as me. So whatever that is, okay. if you're liking it, I love it. And so, I will okay. figure out that. And then, I, and then whatever it is, I'm on. So in the process of that, do you feel you're not taking lead then? Do you feel like you're kind of waiting for her to give you what the vibe is and then you go from there? Um, a bit of both. So, uh-huh. so I'll, go in, I'll, go in with, I'll go in with my package deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so the, the standard package deal is going to come with this. Mm-hmm. And then we start, like, we start physically negotiating during the period. Oh, Do you understand I, what I'm I saying? I understand this. I yeah? understand this, yeah. Right, yeah. I understand this. And yes, then yes. as we start figuring out certain things and then boom, we that's get where to, we're at yes. then. Okay. Yeah? Okay. So right it's then. basically a back and forth. Yes. Without saying words. Without saying words. I it's a you. physical back you. and forth. Sometimes though, do you ever feel, not all the time, because well, I said, it's down to the energy you give off. The energy I give off, what I, fortunately for me, what I get is, Gallup will challenge me. They will challenge me, so. Okay. Sometimes I can take charge and sometimes I can go, oh, go on then, babe, you're right. Yeah. With the energy that you give off, because I don't think it's as much as mine. Yeah. 
Do you kind of have to work out within the negotiation period of talking what type of female is it is, or do you sometimes just because of the person you are, you've just got nah, that, 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 all of that depends on it. It depends on how how it depends on how much we've been speaking and what type of conversation we've had. Because you know what, sometimes to be honest, like we've not even. I might even be in a situation with someone and we haven't even spoke that much. But okay. We found ourselves here. So we haven't yeah, even had- Yeah, that's half even... my situation, Shucky. <laughs> More than half my situations. We haven't spoken that much, but we have found ourselves here. I swear to God. It's ridiculous, bro. <coughs> I hear that still. It's and weird. The, dynam- the dynamics are funny, man. I, and I'll, I will never be bored of talking about it. I'll never be bored of talking about it because Whatever it is that you're thinking, so many other people are thinking as well. Yeah. Whatever it is that you've you've been feeling, so many other people have been feeling too. And even when I just mentioned to you before, it's like there's been a few times where I'm like, you I did not know that you was this flexible at all. And the legs can go everywhere. And to me, it just seems insane. It seems insane. Like how is your big legs? Moving like that, you've got this cheek that is the same size as my. Like if the cheek's massive, but it, your legs are like, nah, man. Right. Chucky, it yeah. doesn't make sense to me. Now we are saying I'm, I've seen it so many times where they've walked in stallion vibes. I'm looking at the back off like, yo, mm. you're still coming in now. The back off coming ten minutes later. Yeah, it's strong. How are you able to touch the ceiling with your toes? This yeah. doesn't feel right. It's mad, but it does feel right. It's mad. It's actually mad. We're gonna. <laughs> We're gonna go into something a bit more serious now and then come back into something in a minute. But firstly, yeah, mm. before we even get into it, I did want to know your take on this. There's something that I actually want to do. Okay. And I want to know if anyone is down for doing this with me, just one day. And it involves filming something. I was watching, um, I was on Twitter and I saw Gary Lineker coming out of his yard, right? Oh. And I saw like loads of paparazzi like in his face. Have you spoken to Tony? Have you spoken to Tony? When was the last time you spoke to Tony? I don't know who Tony is. Maybe it's the boss or whatever it, it was, yeah? And it made me think about a few things because sometimes I see certain things on the net and I'm like, the concept of this is actually weird. And it's kind of insane. So do you know what I want to do as a young experiment? I want to get maybe 15 of us with cameras. I want us to go to a place where paparazzi are going to be and I want us to roll up on them. I'm on that. Do you know I love this? You know I love I want to roll up on them and ask them about them. And I want to do in it death, exactly yeah. and like I want to do it at a point where it's someone like Gary Lineker, someone like that, so we can take the attention away from that and make it about, about you, you lot. 100%. I think Are you the, down for this? It's the, what, me? Brother. Come on, man. I would have sex in front of everybody on planet Earth Strong. if we knew they could see my talent in its full capacity. Bits. So, talking to someone outside someone's house with cameras? Lights and it's fucking light. Skin complexion. Light. I'm on it. I'm on it. And I like that. I like that a lot. Because one thing I think I don't like about paparazzi is the one job in the world where them invading, them, them invading your privacy for some strange reason is not an issue. Yeah, it's like... It's, it's just, not an issue. You're just supposed to be all right with that. You're meant to accept it. You've done something in society that the whole of us want to address. So guess what? Irrespective of how you feel, irrespective of this morning, you got a bad text from your baby mum, irrespective if your dad died, no one cares. 
We're coming outside your yard. We're coming we're bring, outside. We're bringing cameras and we're asking you questions. Well, we won't. This is the thing. We won't go outside their yard. We'll mm. just go to wherever they're going to. So let's. Yeah, exactly what you said. Yeah. Let's just say, for example, they are outside Gary Lineker's yard. Yeah. We go outside Gary Lineker's yard yeah. and we jump out of the whips. Like we all just in unison jump out of the whips and just roll up on them and just stick the cameras in their face and microphones. Someone will film us doing it. But we'll all have cameras. We'll all have something. We'll I have our like, phones. I want like fifteen we could do people. Our, we could do our phones. I want like fifteen people. Yeah, like literally fifteen people. Like so, if there's anyone, any of you lot that want to like do this, we can like let's do it. Let's actually do it as a as a light social experiment and see how they react to it. And also, there'll have to be someone who's actually well versed in where these individuals get their information from at what point to be and where and so on and so forth the logistics of the job so where everyone's going to be at one given time i need that one person make sure you just send chucky all the information because yeah. we're, we're going to need to know where all of these people are going to be at sometimes i don't know any of this information nah, I. so i didn't know i don't even know how you found out where gary Lineker lived to all go to his house in the first place so mm. yeah i need to get have all the information like that so wherever you lot are going to be i want to be there too bro i think it's like a thing for me where and i've said this so many times yeah but like People never usually understand until it happens to them. And I think sometimes, I'm not here to be the person who is like the moral high ground of life or anything like that. But sometimes I just think that like, maybe occasionally someone just needs to just see how they will react when it's them. And if they react great to it, especially a couple of times, then you know what? You're a go, you're certified. But if you get upset about it, we've got a big problem here. Oh, 100%. We've got a big problem here. Mm-hmm. You're, only understanding, you're only understanding until, mm-hmm. because it's you. Look, mm-hmm. let me tell you something, yeah? yeah. Even like, we do a pod and we sit and we talk about all different types of things, yeah? I can't be mad when, let's, let's say, for example, I've come out and I've said something like super outrageous or something crazy has happened. And now podcasts are talking about me. Can't be mad about that. Mm-mm. Because... I said what I said and I did what I did. Imagine now me being so mad and upset that people had some commentary towards- You having commentary? Huh? To you having commentary? Exactly. So you know what? Let's push a camera in your face. See how you feel now? See how you feel. The killer is, yeah, do you know what's so mad, Because you can go deeper with this. I can take the shovel out. Go on. Let me say this. Media is controlled by someone. I don't know who they are. Yeah. But it's controlled by someone. Because the moment they want a particular narrative to be sold, they sell it through the media. And then there's a series of events that happen to sell this narrative. Staying with Gary Lineker. He's tweeted something. Now, he's tweeted something, but the crazy thing is, other people in the BBC, and I can't remember their names, but an individual on Sky, um, I can't remember his name as well, to be fair. Bloody hell, what can I remember? A guy, a guy on Sky Sports, on Sky Sports News, basically told the whole of people that were watching, the other individuals at BBC that have made far more of a contribution than Gary Lineker tweeting about politics. I'm talking about people giving money to, to political parties. I'm talking about people aligning themselves politically with these individuals and joining with them in unison in their beliefs and so on and so forth. And these are BBC execs. Because they got no profile. No one gives a shit. Gary Lineker has a profile. What he's done is far less, more detrimental than what these guys at the BBC are actually working behind the scenes do. But we have an agenda. We have to get Gary Lineker out. I don't like what he's done. He has to apologise. 
send people to his yard, we'll, we'll bully him into getting what we want. He has to apologise. He has to come back to the BBC. He has to do what we say. So we'll send people to his yard. We'll put everything in the press. We'll make his life hell. And I kind of feel like half of it is not even the people at the door's fault. No, this no. is protocol to, to like bully people in society for you to continue with whatever narrative you want the country to have. Yeah. Now, I know I've gone so deep of it, but I just look no, at no, it and no, I'm no, just no, like... No, no, I hear you. It's actually like whoever it is, it's systematic bullying, bro. Like it's actual... Yeah. Not to say that a grown man should want to be labelled as he's getting bullied, but do you understand where I'm coming from? 100%. Well, do you know it starts with money, innit? Because obviously someone's controlling mm. it and all they need to do is now put a price on that person. So if Ooh. now the person who's controlling it says, you know what, I can give you 10 grand for a pic. Get me a good picture or get me a good quote. I'll give you 10 grand for it. You know what? Let me try my luck. Let me go and try my luck. Someone gets, someone in that group has taken a picture or gets a quote or whatnot and they get 10 bags, 10, 15 bags for it. It just all becomes a cycle. But they're just, they're like pawns in the game. Yeah, they're like the little guys on the street that are selling the, the 10s or the, the 20 bag and these times the big man that's doing the big things is nowhere to be seen. You can't see him. But you just shift the man on the street. Yeah, 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 of course. So as much as I want to do it, because I like to do nonsense anyway, I am going to feel bad afterwards. I'm going to be like, it's not, you look, I feel like I've never grown up yeah. around the individual like any of you yeah. guys. No one I grew up around said, hey, I want to go outside people's house and take pictures. So I kind of think you lot are fucking mentally ill anyway. Yeah. I think half journalists that do that are mentally ill. But because they have a paid job and a paid occupation, it's allowed. Like, if, I reckon if you take a look at those individuals outside of taking pictures, they're fucking idiots. I reckon they do the most craziest things and because their whole principle, they have no principles, their morals have gone out the window. They've shifted their morals for financial income. Yeah, well, it's, it's being slave to money, isn't it? So I just don't think those types of people outside of that are... I think they need no, a lot I of help. Agree with so you I still. feel kind of bad I doing feel, it. I, I agree with you. But I at feel, the same time... I feel like the, the best thing to do mm. is to, to find the person who controls that and then do it to that person. But we're never going to be able to do that. And I think afterwards, we should call one of them, get them to the couch and just talk to them. Why the fuck do you do this? Yes. Like, why? What a night. That's a, that is perfect. Why? And who is it? Who are you sending the pictures to? Mm. Like, who are you speaking to? And what type of conversations are you having? Yeah, let's for, let's let's try and find out some of that. I don't know. I think it's I think it's kind of it's an interesting one, man. But I think the paparazzi thing is it's nuts. The more that I watch it, the more that I'm like, it's so mad that you actually just have to come become accustomed to that, like. If you are famous, if you are like, and you've said something, I mean, what Gary said, right now, there's just been, there's loads of conversations about immigrants. It's a really big talking topic at the moment, yeah? So obviously him saying that, the country's already divided at the moment because some people are saying, you know what, like, there's a whole bunch of illegal immigrants coming into this country and and um, these are the effects of the illegal immigrants coming here. The other side are saying, well, firstly, they're not illegal immigrants. If you are coming to a country, if you are coming from a war-torn country, or there's something that is happening in your country, you it is within your right to be able to leave and seek asylum. That is not illegal. That is not illegal. But, you know, when you have politicians now, you have a politician that represents these people and this a politician that says that represents these people, left and right, and you've got one that comes out and says something like this to control an agenda. Hmm. Now it becomes a big thing. So Gary Lineker saying what he's saying falls into a side that 
you know, maybe so I don't, I'm not sure what the, the, the percentage is, but it represents the feeling of a lot of people that feel like, no, people like, should be allowed to come and seek asylum in this country. Like they should be able to do that. Now, the BBC have this impartiality rule thing where, you know, you're not allowed to say anything politically or whatever it is now. You're not, you're not allowed to have an opinion on that. But it's like, immediately when I saw this whole situation with Gary Lineker, I thought it was really interesting because I'm like, you know what? There's a part of me that says, sometimes I just wish that the powers that be just came out and said, yo, we're doing certain things, we're running it our way and we've got an agenda and that's just it, yeah? You just mm. need to accept it. Just do that. Because look, Gary Lineker was on, on, was on the TV around the World Cup, not being impartial at all. Talking about the country and how these lot have run in their country and this, that and the fourth and whatever, whatever else, yeah? And that was fine. It was okay for him to do that at the time. No one didn't even say nothing. And I was kind of on a vibe of, look, I didn't really love that because I was like, you know what? Either stand for something or not. I know this is going to be a, a harsh way of saying it, but it's like, look, I understand if you do not rate this, if you do not rate it, then do what, it, do what you need to do to, not, to show that you do not stand for it. There were so much people that were coming out and talking about the country and we, we spoke about it on the podcast before. It was like, you know, if you feel that way, that's cool. Don't watch the World Cup then. Don't watch it. But that was too difficult. People only, it's like, it's a, um, it's like people stand for something until it affects their convenience. Not everyone. This is why I like Gary though. Sorry to stop. This is why I like Gary. This is how he is. Right. So no, my, this is not a knock towards Gary. Gary yeah, this is a knock towards the impartiality. BBC, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Right, so sorry. it's like, okay, he's, he's all right. To, it's okay for him to do that because it's them, man. But when but it's the, us, man. But when it's us, man. Can't say nothing. He can't come to work now. He can't this. Paparazzi at the yard. There's all kinds of stuff going on. We need an apology. We need an apology. Wait, what? Wait, hold on, wait. World Cup wasn't even that long ago and there was no impartiality over there. Should we go back further, Chucky? Go. Let's, go. let's go back further. Do you remember when Raheem Sterling played for Manchester City? Absolutely. And he collected the ball to do a throw-in. I believe on the right-hand side, his right. And there was a group of Chelsea fans who racially abused him. And Raheem Sterling said nothing. Now, why I remember this so well, because myself and Vuj were on Copa 90 and we said, that feels a little bit racist to me. And we said it at a time where racism in football was not where it is today. Mm. I can tell you that, Giza. Mm. Me and Vuj went ham with it. But because there is an agenda the country has, if you saw all the comments under the video, it would have been little conservative parties, people's sons, chatting shit. When does the agenda change? When God MC, the man that made football, the man that created Arsenal, Ian Wright, came forward and said, no, this is racism. <laughs> right then. And right after him, who came forward? The best Jamaican ever, better than Bob Marley, Raheem Sterling. He right. came out and said it was racism. Now the whole thing has to change. The country changes the agenda. People are kneeling. Hmm. People are kneeling now. I'm telling you, in 2016, 2015, the whole situation is, stop exaggerating, it's always race, it's always color. And now it's, we're realizing, oh shit, it really is always race and always color. Yeah. What are we gonna do to change it? The new agenda now is that England just don't want to dance a yard. No. They're doing everything in their power after they got exposed for racism in football in the early, I would say, 2000s, 
2010 up until 2020, there was a massive change within football and the way you view it. Mm. And because of that, they're changing the agenda now. Mm. They're trying to make it, no, we love everyone. We're good to everyone. We're this, we're that. So they've done that for a couple of years and they've just gone back to, don't let him in the country, win rush, and it's just bollocks. I, I, this is why I actually hate media, essentially, and I work for them because I feel like Gary Lineker. Sorry to go on a tangent, yeah, but it's like you you do this job for you to be an important member of for your family, and most importantly, for you to do it honestly. So there's a, an opportunity for other people coming in to have an honest career, <laughs> and so on and so forth. <coughs> but then you're battling against media. The people that you're working with, you're battling against them because they're doing immoral things. But like, I'm like, who are you controlled? You have to be sorry. To, you have to be controlled by the government. It has to be. Otherwise, this doesn't make sense. If you make media for people and the people are the ones suffering, and the government is why the people are suffering, why is media supporting the government if the people you can see don't like government? Well, ain't we all controlled by the government? No. Oh, 100%. percent. Even we're all controlled. Yeah, hundred percent. So, and then obviously everyone, like each side has an agenda. So and then it's just about trying to, for some people's, some people's thoughts lean more to what is the left. Some people's opinions lean more to the right. And then there's some people that are always a little more in between or whatnot, like understand a little bit in you. Because for me, I don't know, I like, I, I, my feelings are not everything over here is going to be right. And not everything over here is going to be wrong. Do you know what I mean? And it's about taking the sense out of nonsense. It's always been the same for me. But at the same time, it's like, yo, there's something happening here. And I would rather you just be honest about it. I know that you're not going to be, but I would rather you just be honest about it. This impartiality thing, for example, just come out and say, yo, like, it's impartial when it comes to this, but it's not impartial when it comes to that. Just say it. What happens off just the back deal of with it. Or what happens off the back of that? Well, at first, there becomes a riot. So what happens is there's a riot to begin with. No, because everyone cares to begin with. There's a riot. Everyone yeah. will care. And, yeah. and that will become a really big thing. But ultimately, it will just be fish and, chip, fish and chips paper. Because my thought has always been this. I don't think that anyone is prepared to ride to the death now. Ooh. I just don't feel... I don't, Why? I just don't feel like we... I don't feel like we are wired the same way that our ancestors were in that sense of, you know what, like for the greater good, if it means I have to die for the greater good, I'm prepared to do that. I will die for the greater good. I will put myself in the line of fire. So that, that greater good could be, you know what, like back in a time where they say like police just, you could be out on a, on a, I don't know, you could be out on the field somewhere and police would just shoot you down or whatnot at a protest or whatnot. Like people will obviously protest but I think if people knew that they were really going to get shot in that, like today, I don't know, man. It's convenient war. I just feel like we're on convenient war. Yeah, that's I, hear you. I just I feel hear like you. we're on convenient war. Like everyone will go online and they will tweet stuff. They will say things. They will, they will, they will scream and they will shout. But when it's really time to really, really ride, I just don't know if that's happening. I think you, I think, yeah, I think and if I was running, if I was the powers that be in this country, yeah, like I would know that. And I would say, you know what, we're putting certain things in place and they're gonna be upset, but ultimately it will be alright. Because they're not no one's on nothing. No one is on nothing. Everyone's on tweeting. That's what everyone's on. And tweeting. marching. 
and marching. Yeah. And, and you know what? Even the marching. And wearing thing, a badge. And wearing a yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But even the marching thing is like, oh, I can't get the day off work. Some. Do you know what I mean? Or some's marching on on their annual leave. But yeah? you know what though? But Chucks, I hear it. I hear it because obviously we got bills to pay. We got all of yeah, that. Yeah, Chucks. Yeah, man. but this bro, that's not bills. what this was about. They had bills to pay back then too. They they were more unified though because I think their struggle was well, more unified because there was Maybe less opportunity for people. Whereas there's more opportunity for people, you're actually finding out a couple man, they're runaway slaves that ain't coming back. A couple man are Robin Hood. Yeah. Just when you think they're gone, they come back with the gold and they say we have to be good, all of us together. And even in the job that we have, like I try and be Robin Hood. I see you try and be Robin Hood. I see bare people trying to be Robin Hood. For every one Robin Hood, you've got three or four people that are not though. And I can't even begrudge these individuals because because I'm from the same place. I'm like, cuz we just got, we're in hell. We need to get out. It's kind of difficult to be thinking about how to save other people when you're actually in hell. And then you've got your mum that's in hell, your dad's in hell, your brothers and sisters. You're like, let me get my thing out. And you know, I might never come back, but at least I've helped my family and I can't begrudge you for that. So I feel like whoever's in control knows that and puts that to the test. And it's just, it's a very difficult task. If you've done it to the 89 percenters, you'll have a massive problem. They've been there for longer. They have more information. They have more, like you're then losing out on a large part of the country. But to do it to the 11 percenters, you can go on. We'll just send you, or send you home or Rwanda. What are you going to do? Yeah. If you don't listen to what we're saying, your dad's going home now. And your mum, I'm sending her to Rwanda. Hmm. And guess what? They can't come back to this country for seven years. So you're either going to listen to what I'm saying. Hmm. You're going to go on TV. You're going to wear that fucking badge. You're going to shut your mouth. Or you're going to be taking a four hour flight to visit your mum. 10 hour flight to visit your mum. How's that feel? Mm-hmm. And when, you, when you're faced with that proposition, it's like... Oh, hi everyone! <laughs> I'm whoever I am! And you're like, that's not how you speak. That's not who you are. That's not what you feel like. But guess what? The consequences of your, you not doing that are so dear, I yeah. get it. So you, unfortunately, this is a time where you need more Gary Linekers. Yeah, yeah. You actually probably need more Gary Linekers because I can't get on the us lot for not mm. doing anything because the consequences are too dear. Look, Gary Lineker, do you see what Gary Lineker got? What? Do you see what Gary Lineker got? The BBC apologised to him. I know. Well, I mean, th- that's the thing though. Ultimately, they would have had to have done that because obviously everyone was leaving there. People were saying they weren't going back to work, which I loved and I respect that. Oh, shut yeah. up. Who was the um, first man again? Yeah, Ian Wright. I'm just saying, it's, it's not a coincidence. <laughs> he said, fuck that, me. It's always that. Ian Wright. Um, Actually, I've got another take as well, yeah. Go on. Sometimes people say, oh, like, I heard heard this a couple of times on the radio where people were saying, oh, like, you know, maybe Gary Lineker isn't the right person to say this when he gets paid that and he gets this and that. and, And, you know, like, I've always felt like a lot of the time, the privileged person, the person who is in the privileged situation, it's better for them to say something. You know, do you know why? Because the person who is less privileged is just comes across as a moaner. You know that? 100%. People just look at them as, oh, you know what? Like, it's another thing you're to moan about. You're, yeah, you're, you're bottom of society anyway. No one don't care about you. you just, just just be quiet. Just know your role and just be quiet or whatnot. But you see when the person where it's like, it actually doesn't affect them in such a way, but they can turn around and say, no, nah, but this is wrong. And not only that, but they've got millions of people that are actually in tune to them. 
I feel like that is way more powerful. When people keep turning around and saying, oh, well, that, this person gets paid this and that, maybe they're not the right person to, no, in this case, he's the perfect person to say something to because he's got, he's got, he's got the reach and he's privileged, which means he's looked at that and said, hold on a minute, although this doesn't affect me, this is wrong because this affects millions of people. This affects millions of people. Not everyone is going to be a one percenter. Who, is this a one percenter? He's a one percenter in this country, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's a or, like, or like a five percenter. I think one percent is um, eighty grand or more. What? Really? Google that. Google that. Google that. Google what a one percenter is in this country. It's a it's a hard one, isn't it? It's a very very hard one. This whole situation. Oh no, it's one hundred and sixty. Uh, one percenter is ta- a taxable income of at least one hundred and sixty grand. Oh wow. Yeah, 160. So that is, that's like, that is before tax. So overall, technically, you're not that far off because when you're getting 160 grand a year, and you're getting taxed like 50% or some shit like that. Mm, 20% yeah. if you're, you have a you're business. You're earning 80. You're earning 80, no. No, you're not. No. Okay. No, as in you're earning 80 after tax. After tax. When you're making, when you're making 75 bags, you're going to open a business account. When you open a business account, the tax is not 50%. So no, that. you're not. And if you open an account and you make it a charity like some people do, no, it's not. So, <laughs> no. The more money you make, the more money you make. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what it is, guys. That is so true. Um, what but I will yeah. say is this as well. I think we live in a very weird world, um, Chucky, where the right thing has to be presented in a particular way. So, I remember when I was younger, and I never forget it. I remember saying to my mum, we were sitting down and my dad said to me, boy, and up, my hope said, you never smoke, you know. And my mum goes, that's rich coming from you. And I said to my mum, but isn't that the right thing to say? And everyone's gone quiet. Now, that's rich coming from me because I love the term dancer yard. Mm. But eventually we have to get to a point in life where the right thing shouldn't be so complex. If Gary Lineker's saying the right thing, I don't care about right wing, left wing, Iron Robin, Damien Duff, fucking Venetius Jr. I don't give a shit. Mm. That's the right thing to do. Well, okay. Why are we complicating the that, right that's, thing? That's the right thing according to you. No, no, no. I don't even know. Do you know what I don't know the logistics of it. I'm just saying, when are we going to get to the right thing? Whatever the thing is, I don't want to get into right. the, but well, the right thing to do. And for me, I'm always going to be thinking about the predator stopping doing what they're doing. I'm not going to ask the prey to present the right thing. The predator, you need to stop in order for us to get the right thing. It's what I think about racism. How can I stop racism if I'm the prey? White people stop being racist. And guess what? Racism stops. Black people can fight to the end of time. We haven't started this. Stop it. We're we're free. Same thing with the situation here with the migrants. Stop making it difficult for people to come to this country if they're trying to seek asylum. Because when you want to get wherever you want to get from another country, you don't care. All now these jewels from India or somewhere are still around the king now, I guess, Mr. Charles. So when you want to take stuff from other country and put it in the British Museum and none of it's British, it's all cool. But when the people that are unfortunately reaping the, not reaping the rewards of what you've done. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, it's an issue. So for me, the right thing to do would be one of two things. And you're right, it is personally, but I'm just thinking about humanity. I'm not speaking Mm. about left and right wing. I play centre back. I'm thinking about saving people, humanity. My thing is this. If the right thing would be to give, I don't know 
how it would work. If the right thing would be to give people back some of the resources they have from their country in order to raise the profile of their country, in order for them to potentially get more people coming over because now they have things of worth that people want to go and see. And I don't know, any way to raise the profile, make the country some more money, we should do that. Because guess what? You won't have so much people seeking asylum. I reckon the, the, the half of the things, <coughs> the wars and so on and so forth that happen is, is due to poverty, lack of finance, so on and so forth. We ain't no third world situation. So why do we still need to keep all of these resources when there's other countries that are going through fuckery and we can actually help them? So if Gary Lineker's sitting in his yard and saying, you know, come and chill in my yard. He's dancing a yard. Mm. The question is BBC. The question is government. The question is the people in power. Why can't you? That's all I want to know. <laughs> right. There's 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 so many different angles to this, and one is being like <clears throat> going back to what we were talking about with the media misinformation. Okay. So you know um, you will have a politician, for example, coming out and they'll give some information. Remember, they're speaking to millions of people here mm-hmm. and giving misinformation, and then mm-hmm. that leads to confirmation bias. So if now let's just say, for example, a politician comes out and says these are all we're having millions there's mm. millions of people that are coming to this country and this is the effect of that but in essence it's actually not millions there isn't millions of people that are coming that are, that are seeking asylum let's just say i don't know the figures I, don't, I have no idea so i'm just saying this without this but let's just say like you know it's it could be a hundred thousand i'm just throwing a number out here a hundred thousand or fifty thousand or whatever that's far off a million but that million now is what a confirm someone who will, they'll take that as confirmation because you're a politician, so you have all the information. Yeah. You're telling me this, and this is and and you know what? Everything's expensive. This is expensive. I can't. The waiting list for this is long. This is this is that. This is oh, it's the fucking immigrants. You then what happens? You do a, a poll. What should we do? Let's ask the audience. You know, should we stop um, having? Should we do something about people seeking asylum here, or should we actually just leave it as it is? With all that information that has been given to you, what are you going to do? You're going to turn around and say, "Well, it's affecting my life, so fuck that. I don't want any of them here." Yeah, and that's I hear where you. that's I hear where you. it becomes so. Like, what Gary Lineker is saying for me, I feel is the right thing. But there is somebody who's taking information, and I don't even have all the information. But there's someone who's taking information, and whether it is right or wrong, that is the right thing for them. And this is why it's so, it, it's so difficult to run a country anyway, when everyone is so divided and it's deep rooted. It's not even like, it's not even like this is something that has started of recent times. This is a deep rooted thing that has been going on for hundreds of years. It is going like, it just keeps getting passed on and passed on because each child is in a household with a, with parents or in a community that thinks and feels a certain way. And you might not think and feel all of that. You might not. But you might think some of it, though. Mm, Do you get what I'm saying? 100%. You might think some of it, and it's it's convenient war, it's convenient bias. Right, everything's down to people's convenience. So, so right. it's horrible. So for there to be any type of drastic change, this might sound mad, but I feel like there might have to be some type of there might have to be some type of civil war. You know that, and then and then once everyone's pockets, everyone. Once every single person is being affected, then something would change. But one, that's never gonna happen. Two, we're all on convenient war. And three, they know 
that because nothing is going to happen and because we are on convenient war, ultimately they can just keep doing what they're doing. And then if anything, if anything, you know what, we'll just issue an apology. We'll listen. We'll issue an apology, but it will blow. It will be fine. You'll have your job back. It's all right. The thing is, what's so crazy? Do you know, sometimes I feel like I should go and inform myself more on the you know the discrepancies within the world. I just don't care. I rather. Do you know, go, what you should do. There's a there's a um, there's a Twitter page. Yeah. Called Simply Politics. Yeah, I follow them, and it's just like I'll show you it. Send it to me, please. Yeah, put it on the screen as well. And it makes things easier. It's just simple. It's just super simple. Because Chucky, I watched... This an, is how it looks. I, wa- I watched an eight-minute clip the other day. And then whatever you're interested in, like, it just, like, just has, like, little breakdowns. So you just, like... It just breaks it down like that. Like, just little breakdowns of, like, who said what. Is that Instagram what? or TikTok? It's Instagram. Yeah, send that to me. Yeah. That's... that's, that's, that's you, like, the daily, like, what's going on or whatever. We need to know. I need to know, man. That's we nice and convenient. Need we need we to do know. We need to know. You know, you know why? Chuck, sorry to cut oh, sorry, you, I was going to say, what's so weird to me is they have, like, if you're going back to December where, you know, England claimed they had a problem with the Qataris. Yeah. I watched something the other day where Qatar, like, some of the Qataris own, like, so much in London. Like, they bought bare stuff in London. Like, they, the, the Qataris, they bought bare things in London. Well, do you know some people would have a problem with that, right? People would have a problem with it, but my whole thing is it's happening. And for them to be able to do that, uh, this is my ignorance. Yeah, it's Chuck. nuts, that, it's they're nuts that they're able to do that. And then the country allows it to an extent. Or I don't know how they wouldn't allow it, but the country, but then complains that they're going to the, it's just, it's just so weird. It's just a living proof that adults, some people just don't grow up. They remain kids forever. They're just adults yeah. as kids. Cause I just don't <coughs> understand the, the thinking behind it. I don't, I just don't get this country. No, neither do I. Neither do neither proper, neither do I. But I what I will say is though, when you look at all of what's going on here and you look at what's going on in other countries and stuff like that, you obviously realise that like I, there's a part of me that feels like it's a soft touch here though. Yeah and no, you know, bro. To be honest with you, a part of me kinda wishes I grew up in a place which was a little bit more harsh. For Is the simple fact Yeah man, because for the simple Go fact on. that I'm seeing a real true example of reality. Mm. I don't see it here so I end up thinking that life is a bit more sweet than it actually is <coughs> it's only when I started travelling I started realising how bad this mm. world is and then you come back and you see the subtle parts of racism I think over here to a certain extent man's manipulated I don't even know and I'd rather be, I'd rather know the truth than be manipulated well that's I think yeah you're right I hear that still I think that there's um, there's probably the differences is that maybe here we're, we're manipulated we're manipulated in the brain. And maybe mm. in some other countries, they are manipulated physically more mm. than anything. Do you get what I'm saying? 100%. So what they're going through is like a lot more physical danger, which is which is different. I mean, that comes with its own trauma. Both comes with trauma. and But both comes with um, as a generational issue. But I guess it's just about what you... Which Chucky, side did you run? No, nowhere is perfect. But I don't put it know, this I just... way, Chucky. Knowing your enemy gets you shot in your chest, not knowing your enemy gets you shot in your back. Simple, bro. I hear that loudly. I like that. Do you know what I'm saying, my G? I like that. I like that. So I just want to know my enemies, bro. And guess what? Living in England, you're getting shot in your back. back to bits. Pair <laughs> time, Listen, cause... all the, the, the spine, all around here. Right, yes, sir. All, all over it. All over it. All over it, bro. It's I just, nuts. I feel like we deserve more as people. And again, and I'm sorry to keep going back to it. 
I'm so happy Gary Lineker speaking out because do you know what? I'm tired of our complexion speaking about the, the discrepancies. I want you lot to have some problems amongst your 89%. I want you to see that you all don't get along. So then half, so the next generation growing up is easier for my picnic yeah. and easier for your picnic. But yeah, anyway, just the last thing I'd say on this is that one of the reasons why I think it's good to, to keep an eye on, on what's going on is because politics is, it is ingrained in every part of your life. Mm-hmm. without you even realising it at times. Mm-hmm. Everything that you do, everything that you do, there's a political element to it. Even just getting on the fucking train. When you just get on the train and you realise, oh shit, it's gone up. Oh no, there's a strike. You're like, what's going on? Why the fuck, why are they striking? Wait, uh, what, because of, oh, they're trying to protect their, their pay. Oh, mad, then you start looking at that. That becomes a whole different thing. You want to go to you want to go to the doctors, and you, it's taking you what a month and a half to go and see a doctor's big man. My pain is now. I might not be able to last a month and a half. I, I go into the hospital, and they're, they're striking. You go to the hospital. There's so many people in there, and it's taking ages mm. to be. And then they, they can't do this, and they can't do that, and it's like oh, there's all there's there's so many reasons for why these things happen, and it all it all stems off of that. And I just think that like it's kind of good to it's deep and there's so much to know and i don't know everything obviously i don't but sometimes i'll just have a little look and it's like it's fucking it's mad out here but i just feel like politics is ingrained in everything that we do and it is it's kind of i think it's useful to know why some of the people are doing what they're doing and you just you know you might you might see something that you think nah there's no way i could allow that to happen Mm. or that that affects me and my people in such a big way I need to use my platform to speak about that and to get the word out or whatever it may be. And me, I don't know what the meaning of life is. I don't know what the full meaning of life is. But for me, every day, I genuinely try to just be a better person and a good, a good person to my to my people and like to the people that I care about. And I'm not I'm gonna I'm not gonna be perfect at it, mm. but like there's ways that I can do that. And that is by using, using the platform and stuff. You do a great job, trust me, you do a great job. I think the saddest thing for individuals in this country, I learned this more from Vuj, is when Vuj Honorable came, shout out to Vuj. He knew so much about politics in Serbia. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. So well, you go much. to different countries and they do, you know that. But the beauty about that is he was born into it, he knows it and he comes over here. Mm. So finding about politics in this country is just a natural progression. The problem I would say the generation of 80s and 90s babies have probably, and maybe not so much now moving forward, but the 80s and 90s babies, is the politics you would have learned about is the politics that was going on back home. Mm. So you would learn, I would learn about all the politics in Jamaica. A lot of my mm. friends were talking about the politics happening in Ghana mm. and to Nigeria. To this day, I still hear about it. Do you know where I'm coming from? Mm. So I think maybe to manage on two parts is a bit difficult. Mm. But like Chucky said, it's essential. Irrespective of how difficult it is, you need to know what's happening in your life just so you can shape your own destiny. Yeah. Because without knowing that the price of the tickets are going up, you've gone to the train station with the wrong money. You're right. <laughs> you've gone with the wrong money without knowing that Brexit's happening. You're at this. You're in this queue, and you're wondering why it's taking so long. Yeah, yeah. And why? Then you start looking at all the other things, like why property prices are going up. Why property prices? Like all kinds of stuff. I mean, Chucky, it's coming down a little bit now. I didn't even know about the flying thing until I went to Sweden. What and then flying I, thing? The whole Brexit thing. I didn't understand what was really oh. going on. I just kept oh, putting okay. it off. And then when I went to Sweden one time, I nearly <laughs> fought. I took up my. They said to me, "Yo, <laughs> it excuse me." In your forehead. Yeah. What are you got? Excuse me. What are you doing here? <laughs> I said what? 
I said, mate, this ain't New York. And he goes, no, Brexit. No, what, what are you doing here? How long are you staying? Where to dress are you staying at? I said, I'll come to see my kids. Mm. What kids? Big man, my kids. Yeah, <laughs> this is, I said, yo. So yeah, sorry to reinforce your point, but politics. No, no, no. I hear you loudly. Um, we, got a, we got 15 minutes left because obviously you got to take the cameras and that. I wanted to, oh, let's, oh, I don't want to, you got howlers? I don't know, you know, I, I was throwing out a shoot. I've got some, I'll say what you were going to say. Um, I've got a couple of things here, yeah. I think you should say One, that. I want to just send a big honourable shout out to Loyal Connor, by the way. Went to his show on uh, Wednesday. Incredible show, actually. It was in, I went to the one in Hammersmith Apollo. You you went to the Hammersmith Apollo show as well. He did Wembley the day after. Bro, this guy is a, like, I just love, one thing that I love about Loyal Kana is he is just himself. He is just himself. And I just, I just so respect it. Like, I just so respect it. He's got a fan base of people. It's so mad to think that like, like some people will turn around and say Loyal Kana is underrated or whatever. And I'm like, nah, the people that need rate him, rate him. But it's like, even to have that conversation and to see this man is doing thousands of like, thousands of people are coming out to see this brother. Like he did Hammersmith Apollo, that's 5,000 and did Wembley what is, it? what is the Wembley Arena called? It's called something else. I think that's 12,000, right? SSC, Google that. Right? Yeah, Google that. That's 17,000 people in London in two days. What's Google capacity? 12,500. Yeah, 12,500. Why do I know all the capacities of stadiums? That's good though. Yeah, yeah. 12,500. Um, yeah, man. Big him up anyway. Honourable shout. Go on, Kana. See me on the Did you see... Did you see the... Um, this was, I wanted to lightly bring this up, yeah. Certain things that I see people talking about in regards to dating and that, yeah, is always interesting to me because like, in my real life, I don't experience them. Yeah. Like, I don't experience certain, some of those things, yeah. So anyway, there's something that came up on the timeline the other day, yeah. Yeah, honorable shout out to Aloni. I really do like Aloni, by the way. I do she like- She got married recently, innit? Yeah, yeah. She's cool, I feel I like we feel something. <laughs> Now nah, she's like she's. I, we should get her here. We should get her on the pod actually, because she's got a lot of insight on a lot of things. She's a good talker. Like overall, she's uh, overall she's good. I, I I will say that. And I filmed something. Me and Dan did something with Jurex time ago, and she was there. She was good. But I heard this. Was being really nice. Wait. Right. Was going on a date, right? Mm. So she went on an amazing date, and the following weekend she was about to go on a date with another guy. The first weekend with the guy, she asked him, she said, are you going to call an Uber for me? And then he was just like, okay, like, where do you live? Yada, yada, yada. Anyway, he sorted it out. They had a great time. And she wasn't like she was asking like a dickhead. She was being really nice about it. She never just said mm. like, get me I, saw, I, I read it. So I analyzed like, okay, no, you asked really nicely. Anyway, right. needless to say, they had a good time. They went out. You know, they basically like bar hopped because, you know, it was one of them ones where you have such a good time, you don't you want don't to go Let's get yeah, to the next place. Yeah, and she's yeah, telling yeah. me how, like, much they were just laughing and enjoying each other's company. Mm. The following week, she has a date with another guy. She says the exact same thing. She's talking to him really pleasantly. <laughs> she says, are you going to sort out, like, an Uber or a cab for mm. me? And then he says, no, you could get, like, a cab, train, or bus. Real nigga. Right. Right. to me as well. That's happened to me as well. She'd be embarrassed. If you want to do it, that is absolutely fine because you can't yeah. force a man to do anything. But I felt like Facts. his delivery, the way he Shady as fuck, yeah. Uh, yeah. She, and then I saw the actual the, the thing, yeah? They posted it on their thing. So he's saying, rah. 
He sent the loc- He sent the website. He said 8 p.m. or 9 p.m., which is better. She said 9 p.m. is better. Will you be picking me up or getting me an Uber? He responded to the 9 p.m. is better by saying, okay, nice. And then underneath that, he said, um, I'm not able to do any of those. Get a cab, train or bus for yourself. Now I will find my way there too. That's mad. What, can you just ask, can you just repeat the way she uh, requested the car, please? She said, will you be picking me up or getting me an Uber? Can you say that one more time? Will you be picking me up or getting me an Uber? Can you say it one more time? Will you be picking me up or getting me an Uber? Now, girls, you have to ask yourself, do you want a boyfriend or a dad? Right. Because I used to ask my dad to pick me up. <laughs> and he didn't. <laughs> I accepted it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just think the way in which they are coming across dating, and I ask, this is why I said you don't understand dating, is it's almost like protocol. These are the things that you do. And these are human beings you're interacting with. And people are very, very complex individuals. And we're very different. So I think if you want to have a successful relationship, you should tailor make every relationship you have to that person. Don't just have a general, I went on a date. These are the things that are required from a date. I wanted another date. These are the things. That's why I can't go on a date. Because when I'm seeing someone, everything you want is what I want to cater to. I'm not going to put you in positions and ask you questions for things that you just don't do. It's just not what I do as a man. And most importantly, I want to take care of you. But beyond that, we ain't making demands. How can I make a demand of someone I hardly know? Right. So when you say, will you be picking me up or will you be getting me an Uber? That comes across as a demand. It might not be. But to me, it comes across yeah, as no, a I demand. I'm like, what do you mean? And I have no problem. I, listen, I'm going to state this very clear. I'll state this. Florida, you can ask the gal. You can ask my brethren. Getting you an Uber is not a problem. I'll get Ubers for everyone. I've said it on my tunes. All the Ubers are the free cars. But it's my money. It's my account and it's my Uber. I will get it for you when I feel... I'm going to get it for you. You can't tell me, am I going to be picking you up or getting you an Uber? Because I just feel like now, I just don't want to fuck with someone like that. Yeah, it's because, because it's, although it's a question, it's a telling more than anything. Do you know what it is? This is why, the reason why I actually brought this up though, is because when I watch that, in my life, mm. and I've dated, but I never, I never experienced women like that. Like, I never experienced that. The only thing really in the beginning aspects yeah. of like dating a woman, the only thing that they've probably asked me is for time. <laughs> it's time and maybe some respect. That's how old it. Is, how old is Aloni? Huh? How old is she? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I say that to say Uber's been around for long for a period of time where if you was a teenager when Uber came, I understand why you then go, are you getting me an Uber? That, when that I was wasn't a teenager, her, by the way. It wasn't her. It was someone, I think it was basically... No, but the they all agree with it. The type they of pod- all understand. They're the ta- all in agreement, though, Chucky. Just, just for context, though, the type of podcast that they do is like people sending their dating thing. It's like one of them ones, isn't it? Okay. Like, oh, I was... Aloni, read this one out. This guy, imagine this guy did so-and-so. and You know, like, it's one of them kind of vibes. So they were reading out something from someone. Oh, so I don't even know their reactions. I just know the person that sent it, if she's a younger girl, I just don't think there's anything wrong with that. I feel like that makes perfect sense. You've only grown up knowing Uber as maybe a means of taking uh, transport as well as other things. Like Uber's grown up with you as much as the train and all of that. We never had Uber when I was growing up. We just had Trian. We had Kia. And we had had a cab. cab. But but no one's going to phone a cab and say, can you go like... No yeah, one no, does but, that, bro. Yeah, the no, Uber but, is convenience on your yeah, phone. You hear this though, yeah? 
back then, no back yeah. then the cab was the convenience. But that, I feel like that's besides the point. No, but I the, think it's the question. I think the question is mad. But no one's ever asked back in the day, are you getting me a cab? Because everyone was just kind of more independent. Whereas today, convenience I and hear, I hear you. is so, such a thing I hear that. that it's now spurned onto relationships where are you going to make this relationship convenient for me? What the hell? That's crazy. Are we going to make this con- relationship convenient for me? Like, Wait, I'm already what? about to spend a bill today. I'm about to spend a bill in and around that. But that's what I'm trying to say to and you. Then, and then on top of that, an extra 50 quids for you to get... Do you know what? Let that's me what I'm saying. If it's, a, if it's a girl that's 18, I don't have a problem with that, you know? Yeah, I if this that. girl's 33 years old... I still have old, a light problem with that. Oh, still. come on, man. But I, I get it. Come on, man. But I just think, like, in life, mm. in life, I just don't hear about those type of things. I just think, like, how... like the, Am I just naive? No, you're a big man. I'm going to, I'm trying to look, look, be with women, you know, women that can look after themselves and I can look after myself and together we can create a matting. Yeah. Like Jay-Z got with Beyonce. I've read somewhere that Beyonce paid for the first meal. They've got bare kids and bare things. And yeah. So yeah, as long as yeah. I know you can, hunt, you can handle yourself, I'm comfortable to do whatever. But if I know I'm getting this Uber because you can't afford to get an Uber, then baby girl, you take yourself on the train. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> I hear that. Because you're, you're not asking me for something that you can provide yourself. You're asking me for something that you cannot provide. That In Jamaica, we call that bright. Right. Pina Wiley, you're bright top blood club. about <laughs> you asking me about something you can't do for yourself. Learn to do it for yourself. I'll be more than happy to do it for you. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah. We're not babysitting people out here, man. That's all. What is, what's going on, bro? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just think all, I think all of that is just so, I think it's weird. And especially for a date. And I don't I, even want to like, I don't even want to spend time on like, you know, I know people always talk so much on like, paying on dates and all of that type of stuff. I just think all of that conversation is weird. As, do you know like, in my, I'm always going to pay. When I meet a woman, I'm just always going to, I'm initiating that. Of course. But I always meet women as well that are like, especially after being out on a few dinners or whatnot, that are like, listen, I'm paying. And I'll be like, nah. And they'll be like, nah, I'm paying. No, 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 I'm paying. Like, Don't worry, babe, it's cool, I got it. The, see, when the thing comes, we're not even doing this today. I've got this. I'm paying. All right, cool. I'm not going to fight against that. You, you're adamant you want to do that? Yeah, That's it's cool. Not, it's not even an issue. But it's though. like, I don't know. I feel like you, in this day, when you go on the internet and you hear like some of these takes and that on like these things, I'm like, is this what's happening outside? Like, is this what's going on? Am I just... But then at the same time, I'm like, well, I'm a single man, so maybe it's not working for me. I don't know. What do you mean? I don't know. Nah, my brother, Chucky, remember, if meeting someone special was too frequent, then it wouldn't be special. Oh, I hear that still. So everyone that's always in relationships, uh, you ain't trying to be special. <laughs> You're not. You're trying to be common. And common don't even rap no more. I'm but you know who you. made special? Future. And he still raps. So I want to be spe- future Loudly. and special. But nah, honestly, I just think that if it's, if it's like younger people, man, you just got to leave kids to be kids, bro. Like younger people that. like 18, 17 years old, do what you want, they man. Do what you want. I hear that. Yeah if, it's like, yeah, if it's that, then listen, man. But if you're 30 you plus asking for Ubers, I just think you should be a little bit embarrassed. If you're 23 plus, I'm still going with that embarrassed. You should be a little bit embarrassed, fam. Like, I just think my, my use... My, my, if you I can't get there, if you're financially low and whatever and you can't get there, then all right, cool. But no, like, if you're financially even... low, why are you going on dates? Well, I was, I, was about to, <laughs> I was about to say, like, if you're on the vibe of, look, I can't even right now, nah, bit low. Like, I'm not even stepping out. Like, I'd rather, I just need to stay at home. Do you know what? Now, babes, I'd really like to see you. And if it's that, I'll, go, I'll get you an Uber. Come, just come and see me. I'll, I'll get you an Uber. That's a whole different thing. Style out the, the demand, 
The demand, bro. It's a question, but it's a demand. It's a demand, bro. Because it's like, now you're putting me in a situation where whatever answer I give you, which is not about getting you the Uber, now you are judging me on that. Like, and, and you're ticking off, you're ticking off something on this list that you probably saw on, I don't know, maybe saw it on a TikTok, like a TikTok pod or some shit where people have put in their fucking negotiations and their non-negotiations. He's got to get you a new bar. This guy did me. Oh, I don't know, bro. It's fucking. Do you know what? What's your howlers? Why would you want someone in your life like that, <laughs> though? Like, that's just so weird. <laughs> but, like hard. I said, if you're young, I get it. But if you're a big person, you're having a stinker. And I think, Chucky, we need to open up this pod to people that are having stinkers in other fields, like football, but when it's not football. I would want them to come here. Because I could talk to you about football on a football show, but guess what? Your problem isn't football. Your problem seems life. And you're probably thinking, Paul, who are you speaking about? Because there's plenty of people we could speak about. One person I actually would love to come to the pod. I've given him hell for years, but now it's just got to the point. I'm like, cuz, you've retired and you're 25, 26. But you haven't retired because you still play. His name? Deli Ali. He shouldn't do football shows. Right. We shouldn't do football shows. Right. Because now- Where is he? All right. So let me just read this right now. Besiktas head coach, Senol Gunez has banished Deli Ali from the first team and does not plan to include him in any matchday squads for the rest of the season. He's been told to watch from the stands like a fan until he goes back to Everton in the summer. Now, I could have conversations about football inability with this guy until whenever, but do I believe that's what he needs right now? No, Deli Ali, I think you're having a howler because of everything you're doing outside. When you went to Turkey, the first thing you posted was your missus. Big man, you have to miss that. You're starting to focus on football. It's time to focus on football because you're going to end up... Look at the footballers that I, I read about now, the Boatengs, the Tarabats. All they talk about is when they were younger, the mistakes they made. You've got all of this information in front of you, Delhi Ali, and you're still out here clowning, bro. And do you know what? You may have your side. I have my side as well. Take right, a seat. Take a seat. So that's the first one. For me, I just think it comes a point in people's lives where let's just stop talking about the sport. Oh, well, yeah. Deli, I would love to have Deli Ali on the couch. So Deli Ali for me is, is one person. Then I wanted to use this howler section to sometimes not always speak about howlers. Find balance in life. There are some good stories. So within this howler, I'm going to figure out a name for it soon. But I want to give out a big shout out to a brand. I'm one that always gets on brands. I always get on them. Ah, you should be... Big man. Let's, let's mix it up. You've done something good. Always. I want you not to read, hear this. Collabs is good as far as um, Puma. You know, with, with us, it's, 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 they really close to our heart because they gave Hustle a, um, they gave Hustle a deal. And actually, our collab is because of Hustle. Like I say, Hustle, Hustle, Hustle went and, and, and figured it out for himself. And always, you know, within that deal, he told him, listen, I appreciate it, but... Within my deal, you need to write in once a year, you have to do a collab with my clothing brand, mm -hmm. with my team, Marathon Clothing. And so he got that inked into his first deal. And so because of that, you know, that, that, was, that was the reason of our collab with Puma. And then, you know, after everything, um, they came back to the table and made sure the kids were set up straight. It had nothing to do with um, sales of clothes or, or the... the, the um, the success of the capsules just off the top every year they're hitting the kids and they trust fund. Are you mad? That is cold. So not only are Puma continuing the relationship with the clothing brand that they started with Nipsey, you mean that the Pickney are getting money in the trust fund? Yeah, yeah, it's cold. Yeah. 
It's amazing. Humor. When you do something sensational, balance is good. You have to give credit where credit is due. 100%. So I didn't want to just give howlers. Now this last one, oh, I found it. I was looking for it for time. This last one, I'll be honest with you, this is bad. For me, this is bad. I was just on it. What? Can I just say as well, This is those are sometimes some of the things that happen when you are a solid, solid human being. Bro. And Nipsey. Nipsey was uh, one of one done. Brother. What a great person. But there are some people in life that live in that wonderful country that are not great. And I'm going to give you a scene and then I'm going to say, have you seen it? And then I'm going to tell you what I feel about it. Man, you fuck black niggas some hoes. Hold up, nigga. Hold up, nigga. Crip, hurry up, nigga. That's all like You a hoe. That's all like that. You a pussy ass nigga. You a pussy ass nigga. And this money guy is tapping in, nigga. And 10, 20, nigga. What's the matter about fuck down like that? Hey, let's go jack up real quick. I ain't gonna play the whole thing, but all I'm gonna say is this. Can you just for the people that are listening, give context. Yeah, I was gonna get into that. What I'm gonna say is this. I ain't been a gangster. I don't plan to be. It's a very dangerous lifestyle, and I like being light-skinned. Now in America, I just showed a video of two kids in Texas, hustling, selling water on the side. Now Texas is hot. I've been there, you can fry an egg on the floor, it's hot. So they've just used their initiative and said, you know what, we could do so much different things, but you know what, we're gonna sell water. And then the gangsters of the area have gone and robbed the kids, literally for the change in their pocket and the water. Now I'm hoping- That's disgusting. Man. I'm hoping in two weeks time we find out it was a prank. And then I can say my bad, my bad, a howler for me. But from the way I've watched that video and what I've seen, all I will say is this, any black people out there, this is what I'll say to you, if you're willing to rob under 12s, for the little change that they have and little water and all of this and you're seeing people doing things in life positively and you're just robbing the picnic. Cause you're pathetic it's bro. Disgusting bro. You're bloody pathetic. I don't care how hard you think you are, how sick you think you are in your mind or so on and so forth. You've chosen to take a particular path to be a rude boy. If you're a real rude boy, go battle rude boys fam. If you're really the guy that you claim you are, go and get in war with the guys that claim that they're the same thing. Don't be out here trying to Trouble civilians. These are innocent little youths from in Texas just selling water on the side. And then you think it's bad boy to rob them for the little change that they have. You're meant to be rude boys. You're meant to have a lot more money than them. You're meant to be buying all the water off them and encouraging them to do their business even more so they don't take the same path as you. You're in your car robbing them for the water. Bro, honestly fam, any man them that do anything like that, whether it be in America or this country or anywhere else, if you're robbing Pickney, Innocent picnic, and you're meant to be the bad boy. I'm here to tell you, fam, you're a dickhead, bro. You're million. not a bad boy. You you're a dickhead. Go fight a bad boy. The rude boy that I respect here is the rude boy that is serving and protecting their community. I'm on that. If you're serving and protecting the community and and understanding that the youths are the most, in, they're the next ones. They're the they they are the ones that can change the cycle. I respect that rude boy, the one who keeps that in perspective. Like you know what, you lot don't need to do what we're doing, but whatever it is that you need help, we've got you in it. Like that kind of vibe. I'm on that. Go in it and flip in, because you know what? Like we can have, this is a whole other conversation in itself. It's like, you know what? Sometimes people fall into certain things and do certain things that you're not, and they do them for their own reasons, innit? Yeah, come on. And I also understand that sometimes there are, it's nuanced, innit? Like they are conditioned to feel and think a certain way. And sometimes that is by causing fear in their own community but any one of them that is able to rise above that and have an overstanding of yeah i'm obviously creating a path for myself illegally but i do understand though 
that these lot are the, the next gen, innit? These are the next youths that are, and they're important. And if we can try and invest in them, then it's better for everyone, including myself. How many of these lot could have ended up being football agents and whatever else, if they applied themselves properly? And, and whatever else. But anyway, conversation for another day. Love my brother. What I will say is, um, one thing that everyone needs to know, there's a, um, an artist called Kamal, yeah? I think that's how you say his name. Yeah. Um, and he's got an album called So So Here You Are Drowning that's his album it's different it's alternative it is very different yeah but check that out it might be for you it might not be but um, that's what I've been listening to all day so I thought I'd let you look know about it let me show you one tune go on we gotta go because we gotta take the cameras Whoever needs the cameras, come on, fam. He was about to say something so mad. Crazy. The cameras, and then I said, yeah. but who needs oh, them? Now, you know, there's this guy, yeah, uh, TMC Music Connoisseur. He said some crazy things, but I think it's mostly for reactions. But he did post this guy, and his name is High Road Rucci. I just wanted you to hear some of it. Just a little piece of the song. But it's not even out. That is cool. I'm sorry, you got brother. High road, high road, Rucci. High road, Yeah. He's got a bottle of Henny in his hand. Come on, High Road Rucci. Come on. Thanks for listening, everyone, yeah? Love.